Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What is the Point? And we are in this series called Contagious Conversations, where we're talking to young adults and diving into the challenges and just their lives during the current crisis that's going on. And today we have the one and only Heather Harmon. So glad that you're here, Heather. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Bryce. What do you uh, What do you think of this uh, digital podcast thing? I'm loving it, honestly. I've always like been super interested in podcasts, so I'm, I'm loving this behind-the-scenes look. It's a different way to do things, but it, it kind of feels like that's what everyone's doing this day, having to think outside the box. Right. Story, story of our lives. <laughs> I just kind of want to hear, what is life like in your world? I mean, I know you've been out on the farm with family. Like, What's the <laughs> thing to do out there with all this free time you have? work. That's what there is to do on the farm. I think I've been outside more in this quarantine than I have in 24, almost 25 years of existence. So my my parents, uh, my grandpa, they've been putting me to work out on the farm and at my grandpa's house. So for a city boy like me, you got to tell me, are there like chickens and and cattle and horses or, or what do you do out on the farm? Oh gosh, we just have cows. We don't have chickens and horses and all that. But um, I mean, they do most of the like chores as far as like feeding cows and stuff. My grandpa's house, we're getting ready to sell. So we've been out there just cleaning that up and landscaping and all this other crazy stuff. So yeah, that's that's great. And uh, I heard you're the newest realtor on the block. <laughs> I think you're getting ready to sell that house. And if there's anyone who wants a house right now, Heather Harmon is the person to call. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> right. Well, and we, we know the podcast isn't about that, but I wanted to give credit where uh, it is due. I know we talked about the the other day, just um, with, with everything going on, just all this time that, that we have. And just really, mm-hmm. we talked about how you're using this time to kind of self-reflect and, and self-assess. And, and I know that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. I know there's going to be a lot of helpful things here as you kind of walk us through just what you've been going through in the day to day. And so I would love to just start by kind of you opening up and giving us a little backstory of one, who you are for people who may not know who the Heather Harmon is, a basketball legend, real estate guru, (laughs) creative, you know, (laughs) expert, and then just share what's going on in your world. Man, that was quite the introduction. Well, backstory. Um, I grew up on the farm, like Bryce said, in a small town about 30 minutes from Springfield called Walnut Grove. And I still live here. I graduated from Drury University two years ago in 2018, where I did play basketball. I'm now washed up and um, roll my ankle if I even think about running. So it seems like a past life. Um, I also work as a project manager at a digital ad agency in Springfield called Hook Creative. And then like Bryce mentioned, um, just started real estate. So doing that on the side, 
been going to North Point since probably about my sophomore year of college um, and more recently involved with the point. So for about the past two years. So that's a little backstory on me. Bryce's intro was a lot cooler, but not as, not as true. (laughs) Well, I will say you, you wear many hats and you wear them well. And I mean, I've seen you just in, in, in several settings and you just bring an excellence to everything you do. And, and we're just so thankful to have you around for the point and just as a friend in my life. And so I know with you, time is something that I would say that you manage really well. I mean, it, you can't do all those things and not be good at managing your time and uh, being disciplined. And tell us what you've been learning by being in this time where you have a lot more free time and what you've walked through with self-assessing how to spend your time best. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, first of all, thank you. I mean, the point's been such a huge, like pivotal moment in my life, just from graduating college. And, you know, I was always a part of something. I was always like a part of a team. And, you know, I, so I was just always so used to that. And then I graduated and I was like, well, now what? So the point's been such a pivotal point in my adult life and really, really life changing. But all that to say, um, I would before this time, I would have considered myself really good at time management really intentional with my time. I really, I do try to, to be really good at that just because I know that that time is so important, especially with, you know, different jobs and different things that you're involved in with church and, and things like that. But honestly, what I've realized during this time is like, maybe I'm actually not that good <laughs> at being intentional with my time or not as good as I thought I was. So I really have been able to just like self-assess throughout this time. And honestly, Bryce, like if I'm being super transparent, like what I've learned for myself is that when it comes to quiet time and spending time in the word and spending time with the Lord, I've always said that I just don't have as much time to do that as I wanted to. Right. So I'm like, well, I have, you know, this full-time job and then I'm starting this part-time job and I'm involved in the point and, you know, all these other things that I convince myself that I'm super busy with. And, and so always for me, just in full transparency, I think quiet time and spending that time, that intentional time with the Lord um, has kind of taken the back burner in the past, honestly, like six months. And I've always told myself in this past six months of like, well, it's just a crazy season. You know, it's just a crazy couple of months here, a couple of weeks or whatever. But when this is over, then I'll have enough time, you know. And then once I really was forced to slow down in this government mandated quarantine, I'm like, wow, man, I've been saying that this is just a busy season for six months. Like, that's not true. Like, I'm making excuses, right? And so really through self-assessing, what I've realized Mm. in this time is like, time isn't the problem, right? Like, I don't lack time. What I lack is self-discipline. And I'll be honest, as an Enneagram type three, that was that was a tough realization for me because <laughs> that's right to the yeah. core, you know, of who I am. So, but honestly, it's been really, really good for me to, to be able to have that time and to do that self-assessment because, you know, for me, like I said, it's just like, I'm realizing that I've been making a lot of excuses and just claiming to be busy. But what I'm doing is like, I'm sacrificing the most important thing in my life or what I say is the most important thing in my life. Right. And so that's been really good for me just during this time to be able to really self-assess and to kind of call myself out and say, man, Hey, like these are the unhelpful habits that I have when I'm spending time in the word. And like, how do I combat that with like 
healthy habits to making this a priority like I say it is. Yeah, that's good. And and I know so many people can relate to that same story of, oh, well, I I just don't have the time like other people or, you know, I'll do that, you know, Mm -hmm. in in another time, you know, another time or another season when there's not so much on my plate. And I'll start making that a priority then, whether that's your health or time with God or or investing in your best relationships. And I guess it always feels like that we're going to have more time in a future season which usually isn't true. Usually (laughs) in future seasons, we just have more and more and more on our plate. But in this season, I mean, you actually have had more time on your hand, which it sounds like has really allowed you to to realize that, no, it's not that I don't have time. It's just I'm not making it a priority. And I'm, I'm realizing that I need to make those things a priority because if I can't do that now when I have the time, then I'm definitely not going to do it in a future season when uh, things start adding back onto the play. And so I love that. And I guess for you, what do you feel like is the biggest thing that distracts you from your most important things? So like you mentioned a quiet time as one of the things that you want to make a priority because it hasn't been in the last six months or not as much as you you would have wanted it to, what are the things that distract you from that? Yeah, well, I think, you know, for me, just like practically, I still live at home with my parents and with my little sister. And so, you know, my nieces and nephews are over throughout the week because they're not in school anymore. So I think at a very practical level, it's just like there's a lot of noise, right? There's a lot of people here in and out every day. I mean, like I had to kick everybody out for this podcast call today. I was like, literally, I don't care where you go, but just leave the house for an hour. Oh, wow. So, I think practically, you know, there's just a lot of noise, a lot of- Wow, we just kicked everyone out of the Harmon household. <laughs> yeah, that I pay $0 to live in a month. So that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but I think practically there's just a lot of noise, right? There's a lot of distraction, a lot of chaos. And then with all this time, there comes even more distraction. And that kind of seems like contradicting, but it's really true. I mean, now there's all this time to, I I mean, even something as simple as like scrolling Instagram or like social media, you know, it feels like I have all this extra time. And so I I just think it's distractions, honestly. And that's where for me, you know, it's easy for me to self-assess and say, okay, well, self-discipline, like it all comes back to self-discipline and priorities and, um, you know, what, what truly is a priority for me. And so I think, you know, I just, in self-assessing again, like it's been such a good season for me to realize that like, just like you said, I will never have more time than I do right now. I will never have more availability than I do right now. I will never have fewer responsibilities than I have right now. And that was true even before this quarantine, right? I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I'm still, you know, living at home. I'm not, I don't have like a huge financial, financial, you know, burden or responsibility on me there. So, I mean, that's been true of this season that I've been in where I've kind of just been telling myself I'm super busy, right? It's like, if you're too busy now, mm-hmm. then like you're screwed going forward because you'll never be more available, more free, you know, fewer responsibilities than right now. And so it's been a really a good challenge for me to just, you know, be able to self-assess, like I said, and, and just kind of realize that, you know, this season isn't going to last forever. This time in quarantine isn't going to last forever, but what I build in it will. So whatever habits I'm building in this time, if I'm, you know, I'm easily distracted, if I'm, 
moving away from what I say is a priority and not actually making it a priority, then those are the habits that I'm going to build, build on the other side of this. Those are the habits that I'm going to build in my marriage, in my, when I have kids, you know, in those kinds of things. So I just think it's really important for everybody to self-assess and to, to realize that, you know, what we're building in this season is going to last. We are building habits, right? Yeah, that's so good. And I just love your perspective on that because I think a lot of us could look at this situation and I know there's probably young adults out there who are like, oh, this is such a burden what's going on. And, and this is, this is like hurting more than helping me in life. This is just a time where I feel like things are out of control and, and I don't know how to use and spend my time wisely. But what you're saying is you are choosing to see this as an opportunity to invest in yourself, not only now, but in your future self 20 years down the road, because you have Mm -hmm. the space to really develop healthy habits that will serve you your whole life. And so you're choosing to see, okay, how can I spend my time growing my, my faith? How can I grow my relationship? How can I improve in my fitness? How can I look at things in my life that I've kind of neglected for the last couple of years or made excuses for to where now I'm going to develop these habits because I truly believe that, that your habits that you develop now, uh, whether they're good or bad are Mm going to be there, you know, in 10 years, if you don't change them. <laughs> oh, like they don't just magically 100%. like one yeah. day, you know, you get married and that bad habit that you had, you know, is just a light bulb switch. Mm-hmm. It's gone because you're married now and you're a completely yeah. different person. You're not, you're the same person just now with another person. <laughs> yeah. Who has their own problems. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And so that's why uh, <laughs> I love how you're pursuing just time to invest in the things that you really feel are, are most important. And so for someone out there who does struggle with self-discipline, because you know, I would say that mm-hmm. I know you're hard on yourself, but I think you probably have more discipline than you give yourself credit for. And, you know, it takes a disciplined <laughs> person to do all the things that you do. And, and um, even when we're talking sports and basketball, I mean, to play college basketball, the discipline that that takes practice and practice and, and you know, game mm-hmm. after game and, and all of those things that go into it. So, so what helps you with like stepping into that discipline without it feeling like, I mean, discipline's hard. I mean, it can feel like, oh, this is yeah. this is painful or I don't want to do this. So what helps you overcome that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but I'm such a practical, like logistical person. So for me, like I need something, I need a practical tool or next step to overcome something like that. So for me, and again, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but I, there's this saying that I've, that I've always used and it's, flipping the the mindset of like, I don't have the time to it's not a priority. And if I don't like the way that sounds or the way that it sits, then like, that's the point, right? So if I can say, man, I don't, I don't have enough time for quiet time, I don't have enough time to spend time with God or in the word, if I flip that to like spending time in the word is not a priority. Spending time with God is not a priority. 
I don't like the way that sounds, right? I don't want to be known for someone who yeah. just doesn't have the time for God, right? I, I don't want to be too important, too big, too busy for God. And I don't like the way that sits, right? So for me, that's a practical tool, a practical way for me to say, okay, you, you're doing something backwards. Like you've, you've got it wrong, right? So I don't like the way that that sounds. It is a priority. I do want to make it a priority. So what can I shift around? What habits can I start building? What things can I take away to make this again a priority in my life, like I say it is, right? Because this is one of this is one of my favorite sayings. We have to close the gap between our rhetoric and our reality. So if I'm saying that quiet time is important to me, that a relationship with God is important to me, yeah. but I'm not doing anything that builds that relationship with God, then I'm a fraud, right? And I don't want to be mm. that. So there's something that there's something there that's like, what what can I do? What can I take away? Do I get up 30 minutes earlier? Do I Dry, do I go sit in my yard and do my quiet time? You know, it's like there. I we're really, really good at lying to ourselves. We're really, really good at making up excuses. But you just have to flip that perspective. You just have to to really say, you know, if this is a priority, like I say it is, then like I will find a way. Yeah. No, that's that's so good, and uh, I love what you said about just being true to to what you say you believe and standing by it and and the person you want to be and and you're saying well if I'm if I'm saying I am this person if if I say I have this faith or or these are my values that I talk about then like is my actions lining up with that and you want to be the person that you, that you you say you are and and I just I I absolutely um, relate and resonate with that. And I think that honestly helps me too. When I just look at things, let's say for instance, working out, you know, like that, honestly, that never is like really exciting for me and I'm never really motivated <laughs> to go work out, but I multiple yeah. times will, will say to myself one it, it, by working out, how does this better help me serve the people around me? Um, what kind of place does that put me in? Or I'll say, I'll ask myself, okay, if I work out, is this helping me be me become the person that I say and that I've written down and that I claim I want mm-hmm. to be? And every time it's a yes. Right. And every time when I go back to mm-hmm. that, I then have the desire or the motivation or enough gumption in me to start the workout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for I'm sure. thinking, yeah. you know, two steps down the road. And so I think that's so helpful for people and just closing that gap between who uh, you say you are and what your actions show. And so that's really yeah, good. I, w- I, I want to ask you, you know, what are some things that really, I mean, you kind of mentioned this, but it sounds like there's even creative things that you will do to kind of switch up maybe something that you want to be a priority or like you try to find mm-hmm ways to like make it more fun. So for instance, you said Mm -hmm. that you would go outside and do, you know, maybe a quiet time outside, or it doesn't have to, to look um, the same every day. So how important is it to like, be creative with these disciplines we want to create or make them fun? So we actually want to do them? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's super important. And I think it just depends on the person too, you know, and I think that's why, again, like we, it always comes back to just that self-assessing and, and what you come to realize through that. And, you know, so for me, it's like, well, I'm easily distracted, right? I, there's like, it's hard for me to shut my brain off and, and to focus on one thing. So it's like, how can I limit 
as many of those distractions as possible. Let's leave my phone here. Let's go outside. Honestly, you know, yesterday, Bryce, when I was on the phone with you, I drove to my grandpa's house and just sat in the driveway because I knew nobody was there. It was a peaceful place. There's no, I mean, not even traffic, you know, something like that. Just it's limiting those factors that, that make it hard for you. And then honestly, like, what does scripture say about those things? You know, for me, like a verse that I've been really focusing on um, is Romans 12 too. And, and I'll read that it's in transforming us. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And I love that. That's Mm. been super encouraging for me because I'm like, well, I know that I'm struggling with this thing. And ironically enough, the thing that I'm struggling with is getting in the word. Well, I can look in the word for encouragement to encourage me to get in the word. (laughs) It's kind of (laughs) a weird, like it's ironic, right? It's like, man, I just, I'm struggling with this. How can I be better about this? Well, I can be better about this in the one place. It's just, it's an ironic realization that I've come to, but that's what I love about Romans 12 too, is that it says from the renewal of your mind. It doesn't say from the feeling in your gut, from the feeling in your heart, from the experience that you just had. It says from the renewal of your mind. And that's been honestly a really big challenge for me because again, in full transparency, you know, we say that we're going to be honest on this podcast. So I'm going to be honest. So buckle in (laughs) and full transparency, like what I've learned, (laughs) what I've learned is that I don't always love doing the work that it requires to renew my mind, to to know scripture, to know God, not just to experience God, not to just see God work in other people's lives, but to know him. I don't always like doing that work. I'm quick to get discouraged. I'm quick to give up when I don't understand. I'm quick Mm -hmm. to get overwhelmed by all that I have to learn. And honestly, I'm really quick to compare to those around me, you know? And so it, there's so many opportunities for us when we don't understand something in scripture to just Google it right? Or to just pull up this app and and do commentary and see what it says instead of just really doing the work and and trying to understand, at least for me. And so uh, that's been a challenge for me, right? But that's why also Romans 12 chapter two is such an encouragement to me because it just reiterates that like, I will know God, I will experience God more fully when I do know him. And I have that backwards. I feel like I'm just, I, I would rather experience God than know him, but I will be able to better mm. experience God when I know him more. And so, I mean, that's not necessarily maybe fun, but I think it's creative. I think it checks that box. But I also think too, like, you know, for people like me who do get discouraged in in the midst of that is just, man, trusting that that God knows your circumstances better than, than you do, you know, and he sees your desire to learn yep. and to grow. And I would just encourage, you know, just to trust that, that he's using this time, both like in quarantine and this, this actual time that we're in, but also the bigger picture, the, the Google earth view, the season that you're in, he's using that to grow you and to teach you. And honestly, for me, again, back to that practical tool, that practical mindset of just like flipping this from, this is something that I have to do to, it's a privilege that I get to do this. There's people that don't have the privilege to get to know God on a deep and intimate and personal level. Right. And so flipping that mindset of like, man, this isn't something that I have to do. This is something that I get to do. And again, I say is a priority. So, um, I think just really leaning in on one, your community on prayer and just really spending that intentional time in the Lord. And again, another verse is like first Thessalonians chapter five, verse 24, the one who calls you is faithful 
goal and he will do it. And so I think it's just, man, doing the work and and trusting and really allowing God to use that to grow you. Yeah, uh, I think it really is. I mean, God has it right. It's about the renewal of your mind and it is a mind game a lot of times and how we look at things. And, uh, you know, it it says be transformed by the renewal of your mind, not be transformed by the trashing of your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I think right now it's so (laughs) easy to feed our minds things that aren't healthy and that um, cause stress and that cause anxiety. And whether that's watching something on the news or feeding into a comparison game or seeing something on Instagram and 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 just going down that path and that just creates more and more uh, stress but but you're saying go to God's word and go to the truth and be transformed and renewed by that and seek that wisdom and use this time now to know that that is something that's going to be good for you and that's something that's gonna uh, grow you and that's something that is going to be helpful and and I think you hit it on the head. Uh, we, you know, I fall into this. Like I try to like feel my way into like doing something or into mm-hmm. like acting on a habit or develop discipline. I'm like, or, or knowing God, I'm like, God, if I just feel you a little bit more, you know, if I can just feel your presence, then I might be motivated right. to read the Bible. But it, what yeah. actually happens is the reverse. And by going to the Bible and acting on his word, I then mm-hmm. feel God more. <laughs> and I know God more. Yeah, and so, absolutely. Yeah. Were you going to say something? No, I just, I love it. You, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did say it and I just, uh, I just summarized it. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, I think, I think if we can keep that mindset and, and if we know that going into it, it can help us, you know, get through those tough things that you're talking about. Because I would say even the same, you know, going back to the workout analogy, I mean, um, I, I will work out and then I will feel really good about working out, but I never feel really good about mm-hmm. working out and then decide to work out. <laughs> so, you know, it's just completely <laughs> a switch there. I kind of want to ask you, Heather, I mean, is there, is there a tip or a tool or anything that that's helped you in, in a time like this? Honestly, just the version Holy Bible app, they have, so many resources, so many devotions for anything, you know, that you're going through. So if you're, you know, struggling with anxiety or doubt or, you know, whatever, you can literally just search and there's, you know, endless devotions for that. So I've been really leaning on that resource. Um, also podcasts. I mean, I, I love podcasts. I listen to them every day. And so there's just a ton of helpful ones that um, that I've been listening to. And, you know, some of my favorite pastors like Mike Todd and JP and, and that kind of deal. So yeah, and I mean, that's the thing too, is like, there's not a, it's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. I mean, there's, there's no shortage of things to go to, to help us with those things. And so again, just back to self-discipline and just really finding them doing the work. You said that perfectly. Um, It's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. That is going to be a a tagline of this podcast. (laughs) So to kind of wrap (laughs) this all up, I mean, this has been so helpful. And even for me, Heather. And so I want to give you a chance to just really step outside of your situation as if you were giving yourself Mm -hmm. advice. And so you know, looking at everything that, that you've been going through, and, and I know so many other young adults, what would you tell someone in your situation right now? What advice would you give to yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked that. 
Um, I think what I would tell myself and just anybody in this situation is like now is not the time to shy away from community. I know that it's easy to do that in this time when we have so much time and meetings look a lot different. Gatherings look a lot different. I think it's easy to shy away from community, but this is the time that we need it the most. You know, I think we're the most vulnerable when we are alone. Um, I think the enemy preys on that. I think it's easier to lie to ourselves than it is to lie to those around us and the people who we've appointed to hold us accountable. And so, you know, community is so important for that reason. You know, if I have one or two people, and I do, um, who know what I like typically struggle with or what sin or hang up that I'm like prone to fall back into. And those people are regularly checking in on me and say, Hey, how are you doing with this? Or, you know, just consistently talking to them, then man, how different does that sin, does that temptation look? Right. And so in this time when we have so much time, I think it's, easy to retreat, to, to lean back from that accountability, to lean back from that community. But man, it's just not the time for that. So I would say just my encouragement to myself, if I could, you know, do the Google earth you and to other people is just, man, don't stop following up. Don't stop reaching out. Like this is not the time to lie to ourselves and to each other about what we're struggling with. I think, you know, the enemy preys on that. He, he preys on that vulnerability. So I think we, we we should just flip the script and, and be vulnerable in the way where we say, man, help me with this, check in on me with this, uh, be my community when I need it the most. Yep. Absolutely. We need community now more than ever and, and that connection with other people. And so that is so helpful, Heather. And I just want to thank you for taking the time. I know in your busy, busy, busy day on the farm uh, to just come on <laughs> and uh, hang out with us and just share your wisdom and what you're walking through. I know this is going to help so many people. And if there's any young adults out there who really do want uh, to find community or they want some people to to talk to or walk through anything with, we have on Tuesday nights, it's online. And, and this is a shameless plug, but uh, we have a young adult uh, a message <laughs> and then a group afterwards. We all meet online and, and it's welcome and open to anyone that wants to join us. And so uh, you can check that out on uh, Instagram at NP the point. We can also post a link, but uh, Heather, just thank you for your time and, and for your wisdom. I know we're all better because of it.